Chicago's Game Day with Fred Eubner on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Yeah, you, you can't do that anymore. You, you just absolutely can't pick up a guy and power drive him. We've got to score in the red zone. Here's Osweiler. Nick O'Leary, the tight end next to Kent. And we're tied up. Two minutes left. To Trey Cohen. Middle of the field. Chicago's Game Day with Fred Eubner on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Oh, my Lord. Brock Osweiler and the Dolphins beat the Bears 31-28. We're taking your calls at 312-332-3776. The Bears with numerous opportunities. A couple of huge turnovers. A fumble by Jordan Howard at the goal line. A fumble by Tariq Cohen at midfield. An interception in the end zone thrown by Mitchell Trubisky. A penalty by Trey Burton. That was iffy on a pick play, which negated a touchdown. All kinds of things to talk about in this one. And as it turns out, after Cody Parkey misses a field goal of 53 yards, which, first of all, on third down, Matt Nagy, try to get a first, would you? You're putting a guy out there for a 53-yard field goal when you have five minutes left in overtime. What are you doing? Get the first down. Don't just run the ball to a hash mark. That's what they did. It was terrible. So Parkey misses a 53-yarder, and then Jason Sanders boots a 47-yarder, and the Miami Dolphins and Brock Osweiler beat the Bears a final of 31-28. to Lots to talk about here. Light them up, 312-332-3776. We'll get to your calls in just a second or two as we're trying to get everything together as it was a uh, late ball game, a game that's usually over a little before 3. This one goes till 337. And uh, the Bears, boy, oh, boy, the tie would have been bad. The loss is worse. A tie would have given you the same thing that Green Bay and Minnesota have with a tie. And uh, now the Bears fall to 3-2. and two. They've lost to the Green Bay Packers. Their three-game winning streak comes to an end. Just bad, bad stuff throughout the course of the game. There's you know, just so many questionable things, and that's what the game of football is. There's so many things that you can find to question people on, okay? Uh, the Jordan Howard fumble at the goal line was bad. It negated what would have been a touchdown, but also, there was a penalty on that play, so there wouldn't have been a score anyway on that play. The ball did get turned over. The Tariq Cohen in midfield was horrible. Uh, but it's hard to blame Tariq Cohen after everything Cohen did in this ballgame. Tariq Cohen for the game. Let me just get his updated numbers. Tariq Cohen had five carries for 31 yards. And uh, he also had seven catches for 90 yards. Um the Bears had numerous opportunities to put this one away. They had a nice advantage in this game. The Bears' defense. What happened to the Bears' defense? It was completely non-existent today. They gave up so many yards to an offense led by an offense led by Brock Osweiler. Let me get the total numbers here. Here you go. The Miami Dolphins put up 541 yards. That's right, 541 yards. How does that happen with an offense led by Brock Osweiler? Where did these guys learn to tackle? Or I should say they never, they did not learn to tackle. Uh, I know there's not tackling in practices a lot of times, but man, oh man, the Bears were brutal tackling. Uh, it's a very, very hard loss to take. Final score, 31-28. We'll get to your calls, 312-332-3776. Let's grab one really quick before we take a break. Let's go first to up in Canada. Pete, you're on ESPN 1000. What's going on, Pete? Hi, Mr. Eubner. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? Uh, not too pleased right now, but I'm all right. <laughs> um. Basically, quickly, um, down to dial, they 
torture Miss Trubisky for uh, being overpriced, getting him in the draft and all this. The Bears' defense today could not help him, and that's a problem. And plus, you talk about Jordan Howard talking about not getting he cannot do that on the one yard line. No, of course, yeah, of course he can't. You know what he had? He he almost, you know, did something where all of a sudden, what do you know? In overtime, he gets a 19 yard carry. He gets a 15 yard carry, and then what happens? They go to Cohen for two, Cunningham for four. They give it back to Howard, and we appreciate the call, Pete. They give it back to Howard just to run into the line. They don't try to get a first down on third and four. It's an awful play call by Matt Nagy because, you you know, another first down, get Cody Parkey closer. You've got time. You've been getting first downs on third down. What are you doing? That was questionable. Trubisky's numbers, 22 for 31, 316 and three touchdowns. Really good stats. That one interception was a killer in the back of the end zone right after the Trey Burton penalty took away a touchdown for Tariq Cohen. And then all of a sudden, Trubisky throws into double coverage. That was not uh, a good throw. Let's go to Albany Park. And Mario, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Mario. Hey, Mar- Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. What's up? All right, look, I just want to say that, look, I heard this week that uh, Howard was complaining about not getting the football. Okay, finally, you give him the football and then he fumbles on the goal line. It's like, really? Well, guess what? Next, last week... We didn't have to worry about somebody fumbling. You're right. You're exactly right. And you know what? Jordan Howard, if you're not going to talk because you're upset, but you're not getting your carries, you can't fumble the ball in a one-yard line. Okay? You know they can't. The players went over to him. They all talked with him. He did suck it up. He did play well, as I mentioned. In overtime, he got big, huge runs. Listen, the Bears get the ball first and 20 after. They recover a fumble of Kenyon Drake. You got to hand it to Muffin Top, as, as um, Steve McMichael would call him. Got to hand it to Muffin Top, Akeem Hicks. He gets his hand in there, causes the fumble. Eddie Goldman recovers it at the goal line. The ball goes out to the 20. And what do they do? A nice pass to Trey Burton for five yards. Jordan Howard for 19. Jordan Howard for 15. They're moving the ball on the ground. And then just some passive, passive play calling. And they set up for a 53-yard field goal. Cody Parkey misses. The Bears defense again, the number again, let me just give it to you because it's even hard for me to believe. The number of yards the Miami Dolphins with Brock Osweiler had today, 541 yards. We'll continue to take your calls. We're here till 5. Fred Hubner with you on ESPN 1000. Chicago's Game Day with Fred Hubner on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Yeah, before that timeout, Nagy decided to run the ball. I haven't questioned too many of his calls, but there's 67 percent on third down, 8 for 12. I thought he would give his offense a better chance. The snap, the kick for the win. And it's one run. The snap, the kick for the win. It's good. Dolphins win it in overtime. And Kenyon Drake says hallelujah. That is a great feeling. Dolphins remain unbeaten here at home. Ah, welcome on in. Those highlights courtesy of Fox. Well, the one low light. Well, they're both low lights, aren't they? The missed field goal kick by Cody Parkey of 53 yards. And then the make by Sanders as Sanders makes it from 47 yards. And the Miami Dolphins beat the Bears final of 31-28. The Bears now fall to 3-2. and two. In the standings, 312-332-3776. Their three-game winning streak comes to an end. Uh, you thought before, and this is another one of those days, I am so happy that I do not gamble on the National Football League. The uh, line was originally three, went to three and a half, went to four. Then all of a sudden, Ryan Tannehill with a questionable shoulder on Thursday and Friday. Line went to five, went to six. Some people went said it went to seven when Brock Osweiler was announced. Everybody talking about Brock Osweiler. Well, you know what? Brock Osweiler Osweiler has beaten uh, the Bears several times, and he does it again. There's also another number. This is the fourth time the Bears have had a three-game winning streak or more, played the Miami Dolphins, and had the streak snapped. Two of the times it happened during the Super Bowl years, 2006, also in 85. We all remember that one. They go down there, and Marino and the Dolphins beat the Bears. So for the fourth time, 
the Miami Dolphins snap a Bears winning streak of three games or more. 312-332-3776. There were some good things in the game, and I guess Mitchell Trubisky with three touchdowns, 300-plus yards for the Bears. Um, he found guys. He found Anthony Miller late in the game, which at the time gave the Bears the lead. At the point, it was a 28-21, to and it looked like uh, good things for the Bears. They uh, moved downfield 29 yards. This after Osweiler had Albert Wilson from 43 yards out, and they got the two-point conversion to tie it at 21. But then one play. Osweiler to Albert Wilson again, 75 yards. I'm not sure exactly on the 43-yard touchdown to Albert Wilson. Adrian Amos comes in, dives at the feet of Wilson. He jumps over him. And then, for some bizarre reason, I'm not exactly sure. Eddie Jackson had a great game, except on the Albert Wilson's first touchdown of 43 yards, he kind of looks at him and just stops running. He just kind of stops at like the 30. And I don't know exactly what... Eddie Jackson was doing. Now, later on after that, Eddie Jackson must have got a bug up his butt because he was making tackles. He was stopping Kenyon Drake. He was nailing people, making great tackles. But what he did on that 43-yarder and then in the 75-yarder to follow, two amazing plays. I mentioned this in the pregame show. We'll get to the uh, caller in a second. But the Bears this year have given up coming into this game touchdowns of 19, 21, 35, 39, 75 yards. Today, the Bears give up a uh, touchdown of 43 yards and 75 more yards. Unbelievable. The Bears lose this game. No way they should have lost this game for various reasons. But when you have the number one defense in the National Football League and you give up 541 yards, I, I just, I, you don't know what to say. You don't know what to say. Were they all hot? Was it, were they hot and bothered? Could they not take the heat down in Miami? If in fact that's the case, you should have done a better job prepping them. Turn the heat up in the bubble, up in Hallis Hall. Turn it up. These guys should have been used to playing in the heat. And how much of it had to do with Khalil Mack getting injured early in the game? He went under the tent. They worked on his ankle. Khalil Mack, no sacks today. The Bears defense, no sacks today. Okay, A team that has been sack happy. One of the top defenses in the National Football League could not get to Brock Osweiler today. you got to give credit to... Adam Gase and the play calling for the Miami Dolphins. They get the win 31-28 in overtime over the Chicago Bears. Boy, oh boy, you kind of figured you win this one. And the one that was going to be tough is the Patriots. Now the Patriots are going to be really tough. Next week, noon kickoff along the lakefront. Tom Brady and company coming in. You get a chance to scout them tonight as they play the Chiefs in Sunday night football. We come back. We hope to be hearing from the coach and the quarterback. And more of your calls right here on ESPN 1000. Chicago's game day with Fred Eubner on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. On we have baseball playoffs coming up. Hour from now, the pregame for game two of the American League Championship Series. Houston Astros won game one in Boston at Fenway. Game two tonight. We have it for you right here on ESPN 1000. <laughs> it's funny, Alex Cora said he doesn't know why uh, Chris Hale doesn't pitch with sleeves on. Eh, double check. Double check the day he cut him up. It's such a shame that Chris Hale just was hitting people and walking people. But that's baseball. We're talking football. The Bears, a loser. That's right. They went to Miami and lose to Brock Osweiler and the Miami Dolphins 31-28. I'll be with you to until until 5 o'clock taking your calls. 312-332-3776. If you're angry about this, just imagine how angry the head coach of the Bears is. Let's give it a listen. Matt Nagy down in Miami. All right, so uh, start off with injuries. Uh, Khalil had a little bit of an ankle uh, early on in the game, and then Prince ended up having a, uh, a left hamstring. Go ahead. Any questions? Well, I mean, it's 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 exhausting. You know, it's it's tiring. Or not tiring, but it's it's mentally draining for the guys because they try so hard. And uh, but someone's got to win. Someone's got to lose. Unless you have a tie, and so. Um, for the guys, you know, they, they fought hard, and uh, uh, our coaches, our, our, our players, everyone, everyone, uh, you know, pretty much gave everything that they had. And uh, I just told them, you know, at the end of the end of the game here, that or in, in the locker room, that um, um, uh, you know, uh, we want to come out with the win. We didn't, but they stuck together and they fought to the end. You got that third, that third down there, in the range for your kicker, and just put the ball where you want it. And you think it was 
Well, no, I mean, that's, again, you, you, you can get, you can go, <laughs> we could do that all day long. You go ahead and you throw it, and then you're up here asking me why you took a sack, right? So uh, you, could go, you could go all day long on that kind of stuff. Can you get a sense on the sideline of why maybe the tackling on the defense wasn't as sharp as it had been? No, you know, it's, uh, our, our guys, trust me, they're good tacklers, and, and those guys are good ball carriers, too, when they have the football. Uh, and so uh, you gotta give a, you got to give credit to them for, for playing a good game and, and running well w- with the ball. Uh, they made plays, and so uh, you can't take anything away from from them for that. When the end zone interception, what did Mitch see? What did you what did you see there? Oh, they they uh, I saw an interception, and that's what I saw. So it's uh, they played coverage there, and and the, the kid made a good play, and um, that's that. It was really hot out there. Did you think the heat had any effect on the defense? No, no, not at all. It was hot, but our guys are mentally strong. That doesn't they they had to play in that too. What was uh, some of the things that the Dolphins were doing to kind of keep their pass rush at just playing football, you know. Just just playing ball. I mean, our guys. Uh, I, again, you, you saw they made some uh, some big runs after the catch, um, and I think that's a that's a big part of it. You know, I, I, I don't know. I got to go back and watch the tape. You know. At the end of regulation, the decision to, to kneel was that more because there have been a couple of turnovers by the offense. Is that why? At the three yard line. Yeah, yeah. Because if we take a sack or there's a hold in, in the end zone, that's a safety, and it's game over with 10 seconds. And <laughs> I'm not coming up here with uh, with that happening. Yeah, don't. Um, no, I didn't, and um, I'll leave it at that. With a play like that, is it traded? I traded everything I asked him to do. Great. He played. Really, I thought he played well. I thought uh, he went through his progressions. He fought. He battled. We didn't do well the first half. You know, we, we didn't we didn't score many points. Uh, zero in the first half. But you know what our guys did is they battled. They came out. And we scored 21 points in eight minutes. And uh, so um, that's when you do that something. You, you, you know, that's a good thing. And so they, they battled, and we had to lead throughout the rest of the, the game. And you know, credit to, to Miami for, for making good plays. No, just uh, just continue to stick together and keep playing hard. Leonard Floyd penalty right in the beginning of the game. Yeah. Getting to a, a touchdown, but is that the kind of physicality you want to see from your defense? No comment. Did you get an explanation on that? Say that again. Did you get an explanation on that? No. Thanks, guys. Well, not happy. Uh, Matt Nagy of the uh, Chicago Bears, 312-332-3776. You want to jump on in. We hope you'll be hearing also from uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky with three touchdowns. And it was funny. Matt said, well, we didn't score many points in the first half. And then he realized we didn't score any points in the first half. No, you didn't. You trailed 7 nothing, But you did score 21 points in eight minutes in the third quarter. The Bears also, as soon as Miami scored and got the two-point conversion, the Bears came downfield. Um, Trubisky finds Anthony Miller 29 yards for a touchdown. So the Bears bounced right back. They did what they needed to do, and they took the lead at 28-21 at that time. But they could not stop Albert Wilson. A 43-yard touchdown, a 75-yard touchdown, 312-332-3776. Kyle Fuller, to his credit, two interceptions. His first two interception game since his rookie year against the 49ers. He still doesn't know how to wrap up. He still doesn't know how to tackle. He's got the arms on the end of his uh, you know shoulders. You would think somewhere along the line he would learn how to wrap up. He did catch two interceptions, so you give him credit for that, but he also dives at the legs of people without trying to wrap up and, and tackle them, and I don't understand it. Uh, you heard Matt Nagy say, no, they're good tacklers. They are not good tacklers. There are guys in this team that are not good tacklers. Now, Eddie Jackson is, and he had a bad day, or at least a bad couple of plays against Albert Wilson today. And you met, you heard right off the bat, Prince of Mukamara, which we questioned earlier today in the pregame with Steve Mago McMichael. Here's a guy who had a hamstring injury and he was coming back and I was coming back awfully quick off of a hamstring injury. And then he had to leave because the hamstring was bothering him again. Um, that was just not good. Uh, there's a lot of questionable things throughout this game. We'll be talking about it for a long time. Jump on in, 312-332-3776. What do you think? I've got one guy here, Zach, 
on my Twitter. You can get to me at Fred underscore Hubner. He said 60% of the default lays on the defense, 10% quarterback, 10% Howard for the fumble, 10% for Cohen for the fourth quarter fumble, 5% each for Nagy going uh, passive and the kicker for missing. You know, the whole situation here, um, and the one question, and I know someone asked it, and it's going to come up again. They took a knee at the end of regulation with like, you know, 10 seconds left. They're on their own three. I mean, what? I don't understand what you expect them to do. That didn't make any sense. Uh, taking the knee makes sense. Get to overtime at this point. That's what you're going to do. Mitchell Trubisky talked to the I Gather media down in Miami. Let's give it a listen here on ESPN 1000. Just all 11 guys getting on the same page and having that um, that hungry attitude that we can't go out there and, and be stopped. So I feel like a lot of the time in the first half we were stopping ourselves. They weren't stopping us. And But you got to give a lot of credit to that defense for playing how they did, which we do. Got a lot of respect for them. But uh, it was just the mindset. So everybody got on the same page. We came out with more energy and had that attitude that we are going to go down and score the ball and we played a lot better second half. On the end zone interception, what did you see? What did you miss there? Uh, you love the interception questions. Like I was counting you for that. Um, yeah, just thought the safety went with the over route. He, he made a good play. I lost him when I was stepping up and I forced one in the red zone when I shouldn't have. So i uh, going to watch it again on film and make sure um, uh, that's, that is that is what happened and see what I saw and just I forced it and I put my team in a bad position and shouldn't have thrown that pass. What was your reaction on the play beforehand by the, the pass interference on the The play beforehand, yeah, um, it, it is what it is. I don't, I don't talk about the refs, the calls. You just, uh, just that's what happened within the game. I thought we had opportunity to go down the score, um, and there was a little dilemma going on before with a Rob's. Uh, a-Rob's catch, and then they place the ball, and we're getting up and run the play, and then the ball's kicked, and then the refs lose the ball. And then you have the rub play where, uh, I mean, if, if, if he sells it, then he gets the call. If, if he doesn't, if not. But uh, I didn't get a great look at it. I just knew Tariq was wide open, so I was just doing my job. But it's just part of the game. You just got to react to adversity and um, take care of the football is the bottom line when it comes down there. We get into the red zone. Uh, they've been known to be a good red zone defense, and they definitely challenged us, and credit goes to them. But we had the opportunities to take advantage, and that time we did not. In terms of going downfield, what did you like about Taylor's matchups? Yeah, we just Taylor's really fast, and when the guy presses him and the safety stays in the middle of the field, that's a one-on-one matchup that I like. He's getting by him, and I'm just trying to put the ball in the right spot for him to make a play. So uh, we're just trying to – I think we match up really well with our receivers on the outside. we got a lot of weapons, and we're just trying to find exactly what everyone does well, and Taylor's a great vertical threat as well as a great route runner along with the other guys. And we're it's within the process of finding out our identity as offense and just figuring out what works, and that was a matchup we liked today. As a leader on this team, you tend to put so much responsibility on your shoulders. Um, did you have a message for any of the guys or do you have any small communication with anyone? Just talking to everyone, just talking to everyone. I just preach all 11 guys on the same page and I just really wanted to see that look in everyone's eyes, that hunger, that we can't be stopped as an offense when we when we get together and, and put our minds to it. So there was times that um, we were letting, letting the heat and the environment um, dictate our energy and, and how we react to certain situations, but then we pulled it together in the second half, went down, uh, got the right mindset, all 11 guys on the same page executing, and that's the offense we expect to be as the Chicago Bears, and it's just my job to make sure everyone's up, energized, everyone's locked in, doing their jobs, and um, just got to get the guys going for, from the jump. But uh, we, we definitely got better in some areas. We just came out on the wrong side of it today. You mentioned in overtime uh, after you guys got the ball back and Jordan had those couple long runs, what's the balance for you between Trusting Matt, trusting Cody, and the competitor that you, I assume, would want to you know, make a play for your team. For sure, 100% trust in, in Coach Nagy and, and what he th- believes is best for this team. What he believes is what I believe is best for this team. So whatever he calls, we're going to run it to our best of our ability. We put ourselves in a great chance, um, and and I have faith in our guys that next time we get the opportunity, we make it. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you do. Uh, everyone makes mistakes, myself included. So, I mean, we, we win and lose as a team, and, and, and today we lost, but we, the important thing is we stuck together. We fought hard, a lot of ups and downs, battled, overcame adversity. Um, but, yeah, just have 100%, 100% faith and, and trust in what Coach Navy is putting. Because we were in a great spot. We, 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 had, we had our shots. Just in terms of the, the momentum, momentum swings in this game, have you ever been part of a game? Like this, and like after the touchdown, the Anthony Miller just seemed to 
Yeah, I would have to go back and, and see, but it was definitely a crazy game. A lot of ups and downs. I'm proud of the way that we reacted to it and stuck together. Um, offense made great plays. Defense made great plays. Offense made mistakes. Defense made mistakes. Special teams uh, did their thing as well. So um, that kind of roller coaster game, it can go either way at the end, and, and today it didn't go in our favor. But it is fun to be a part of those. you got to enjoy every single one of these because it's an absolute privilege to, to play this game, especially at, at this level and with these guys and wear, wear the Bears uniform. So uh, we enjoyed it, but we just got to make sure that um, we, we come out victorious next time. So it's, it's, it's a lot more fun that way. What worked on, on, that, on that touchdown to Anthony? What kind of came together to allow him to be open for you to make that throw? Yeah, I, th- I think it was a great call by Coach Nagy. He put us in a great situation. We picked up their pressure. Um, that was one of their pressures that they've shown in a got-to-have-it situation. And um, they clouded uh, A-Rob to the one side, so they doubled him. And they tried to drop a linebacker out on, on Anthony, and that's just not going to work. So he kind of turned him around, and I was able to put it in a spot where he can make a play. So it was just a, a great call, and all 11 guys doing their job. And that's that's exactly how, how it should look. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Well, that was Mitchell Trubisky down in Miami after the Bears lose in overtime, 31-28 to the Miami Dolphins, 312-332-3776. couple things he mentioned there, and um, somebody asked him, one of the reporters asking him about the interception. He says, uh, you love that interception question. I can always count on you for that. You can tell how aggravated and frustrated these guys are about this loss, and rightfully so. You go down to Miami, it's a game you, you can win. It's game one of a four-game stretch against the AFC East. You're at home the next two weeks. You could have come home against the Patriots with a 4-1 and record, and you get the Patriots and the Jets in back-to-back weeks. Instead, and you're going up against Brock Osweiler, the backup quarterback for Miami, after it was determined today that Ryan Tannehill couldn't go with a shoulder injury. you you got to score some points. You don't get on the board at all in the first half. The offense did not get on the board at all in the first half. There were some uh, problems. There were there was a, a fumble, the uh, Jordan Howard fumble. Uh, while there was illegal formation called, it was a fumble. He was trying to go in from the two. It was recovered by Kiko Alonso. Uh, that was a horrible situation, a horrible time to uh, fumble the ball. Not that there's ever a good one. Uh, you also heard him talking about the what he had and the combination that he had with Taylor Gabriel. 47-yard pass down the side, also a 54-yard pass down the side. Really, really nice to see Taylor Gabriel get out there and uh, Mitchell Trubisky to find him in stride for a couple of nice throws down the sideline. The touchdown to Anthony Miller, 29 yards, and he described it perfectly. It was one of those times where the Miami Dolphins are going to rush everything they can to get to the quarterback. They left a linebacker to cover Anthony Miller, and as he said, that's not going to work. And Miller was wide open. They find him for a 29-yard touchdown. The Bears should have won this game, had this game, and Matt Nagy, uh, you know, he had an answer earlier for why he didn't do anything but run the ball uh, in overtime when they had an opportunity. Not quite sure. I don't necessarily agree with it. He said, if we drop back for a pass and we got sacked, you'd ask why we got sacked. Well, no, we would ask why you didn't try to run a better play. Okay, there are other plays, you other running plays you could have run. It did not seem like you were trying to get a first down. It was third and four. Get the first down. Continue the drive. It's overtime. Miami's already had the ball and fumbled at the goal line. Your defense got the ball. Akeem Hicks took it away, and it was recovered by Eddie Goldman at the goal line. The Bears had the ball at the 20, and they were moving the ball. And to be passive at that time and try to worry about getting the field goal instead of saying, listen, we're going to go down and we're going to score. I know. Hasselbeck did that years ago and it didn't work very well for them. But that's what the Bears needed to do. 312-332-3776. Some of the, um, the, the questionable plays in this contest. And we will, we will talk about them and let you hear them. This one didn't seem to make sense. When I first saw it, I agreed with the call. The more I looked at it, the more I didn't. This was in the first quarter. It was Leonard Floyd picking up and laying down and Danny Amendola. Absolutely can't pick up a guy and power drive him. 
to the to the ground. Look, that's going to be on Leonard Floyd. Yeah, you're going to see Danny Amendola just get picked up by Leonard Floyd and just power driven to the ground. After the play, personal foul, unnecessary roughness, number 94, defense. Half the distance to the goal, first down. Highlights courtesy of Fox TV, and uh, yeah, I was not a big fan of Brian Custer. I liked what Greg Jennings had to bring. I posted it on Twitter today, and everybody was jumping on me saying they didn't like him. I thought Greg Jennings was pretty good. I thought some of the things he broke down, such as when the Bears were setting up for the field goal that went awry in the overtime, and he was saying it was kind of a questionable call by Matt Nagy on third down. I agreed with him on that. I kind of liked what Greg Jennings had to say. But on the Leonard Floyd throwdown of Danny Amendola, even Howie Long, an NFL Hall of Famer, had the question, well, Amendola's trying to get away. What are you supposed to do? You've got to take him down. You've got to get him down, and that's what Leonard Floyd was trying to do. So the more I see that play, and the more I think about it, the more it makes no sense to be called unnecessary roughness. Also, Leonard Floyd later in the contest, we were talking that we haven't seen enough Leonard Floyd. We saw him today. He pile drives uh, Danny Amendola, and then what's he do? He gets a roughing the passer penalty. The weakest roughing the passer penalty I have ever seen. Uh, Clay Matthews has nothing to complain about after Leonard Floyd gets called for this one. He barely, if he did touch Brock Osweiler, it was barely grazing him as he went past him. Um, I couldn't believe that call. And then one of the biggest plays of the game, the Bears have the ball. They're down at the two-yard line. Uh, they're going in to tie it up. They're uh, losing 7 to nothing, and this is what happens. Anderson and his team talking it out. Let's find out about the flag. Ruling on the field is a fumble recovered by the defense. Illegal formation number 70 of the offense was lined up on the end of the line of scrimmage. That penalty is declined. First down. Kiko Alonso. Yeah, Kiko Alonso with the recovery again. Highlights courtesy of Fox. That was the first of two illegal formation penalties called and called on number 70, Bobby Massey. Now, as Greg Jennings explained later on, that's not on Bobby Massey. It's on the receiver who's not lined up on the line of scrimmage. So twice a receiver, I'm not, not, not sure who it was. I'll be able to go back and look at the tape. But twice a receiver did not line up where he was supposed to. And the Bears got called for illegal procedure or illegal uh, formation. Now, it didn't matter because Jordan Howard fumbled the ball and Kiko Alonso recovered it. But that's something that Bears cannot do. And it's funny because the Bears are one of the least penalized teams in the NFL coming into the game today. Let's go on out to the Rhodes and Grant. Grant, you're on ESPN 1000. What's happening? All right, thanks for having me on. Uh, watched the game today. You know, you can say a lot of things about the Bears' offense, how they fell short in the first half. Uh, but really, I thought their biggest setback today was uh, the defense. I felt that they were tired. Um, Khalil Mack was nowhere to be seen. Uh, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think one of the big things, and we appreciate the call, Grant, um, you, you give up 541 offensive yards to the Miami Dolphins and Brock Osweiler. That's damned embarrassing, okay? Uh, giving up 500 yards to anybody's bad. You give it up to Brock Osweiler, and the Bears did not get one sack today. Not one sack. They had one quarterback hit, and that was on a blitz, and uh, Kwiatkowski actually hit him right as he let go of the ball. Otherwise, they had nothing. They could not get into the backfield. I don't know why. I don't know what the problem was. You mentioned Khalil Mack, Grant, and I'm glad you did. Um, Khalil Mack was the defensive player of the month for the Bears after the first four games. Tremendous. He had gotten strip sacks in you know all the games. He's gotten sacks in all the games. Uh, he hurt an ankle early in the game. He went out. They wrapped the ankle. After that, I saw him dropping in coverage quite a bit. Dropping in coverage and having somebody else rush the uh, quarterback. Now, we'll probably find out more in the next day or two as to his condition and how the ankle is. But that was one of the problems with the Bears today. They had no pass rush. Uh, you saw Brock Osweiler able to do what he wanted to do, get the ball where he wanted to, and was not sacked once. By a team that had 14 sacks, I think it was, coming into the game today. 
They did not sack a Brock Osweiler once. It was it was sad. Again, the other side of the ball, Mitchell Trubisky, 22 for 31, 316 and three touchdowns. And Gabriel, five catches for 110. We'll talk more about it. 312-332-3776 here on ESPN 1000. Chicago's Game Day with Fred Eubner on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Welcome back in. Fred Eubner with you, 312-332-3776. Here until the top of the hour, we'll grab a few phone calls. We'll hear some more sound from the Bears' loss as they fall to 3-2 and two as they lose to the Miami Dolphins with the New England Patriots and Tom Brady coming to town next week. 312-332-3776. Before we go any further, let's go on out to Western Springs. And Tom, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Tom, hey, what's Fred, up? What's going on? Bear down, McCaskey Bears. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> hey, Las Vegas made a ton of money today, buddy. Well, they a sure ton. did because as soon as ever, you know, I, I said earlier, I'm so glad to not bet on sports uh, because, you know, it, it, all all signs showed that you bet on the Bears, um, you know, with Brock Osweiler quarterbacking after Tannehill couldn't go, but that was the wrong thing for people to do. Well, all those retirees out there in Las Vegas are on hot dog and, and uh, beans for a while. Sure. But give credit to the Dolphins. They were the better team with more desire, as far as I'm concerned. They didn't give up. The Bears really didn't give up until the, toward the end of the game uh, with that uh, let's uh, go into a uh, shell type of offense so we don't lose. And uh, that cost them. You know, the, the kick could have been made. Let's give yep. credit. That's that's a good field goal kicker. But the Dolphins kicker made his. Game over. You know, yeah, game and, over. And, and and the other thing is, you know, there were problems. There were you know, were three turnovers by the Bears. The Trubisky, yes. the Trubisky interception, and two fumbles. One going in for a touchdown, and the other one at midfield. You, you know, you don't turn the ball over, you don't lose the game. Well, the two things about the game: this game really saved the Dolphins' season for the next few weeks. And the Bears are going to win the division. They're a tough team. They clean up some of their problems. They're going to be fine, what? I think. Well, and you would think, and Tom, we appreciate the call. The defense can't be as bad as this when they come back home, okay? You gave up 541 yards to Brock Osweiler. How many yards are you going to give up to Tom Brady? 600? I mean, you got to tackle some people, and you got a chance to see what Danny Amendola and short passes can do. That's exactly what the uh, Patriots are going to do. A lot of that stuff, and run after the catch. They're going to do a lot of that too. So hopefully, Vic Fangio gets these guys working on what to do and how to tackle after a ball is caught on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Out to Antioch and Chad. You're on ESPN one thousand. Hey, Chad. Hey, I just, you know, I, I haven't listened to you guys. I don't know if we pointed out the fact that there must be a lack of trust with Nagy and Trubisky and the fact that we didn't let Mitch Trubisky throw one time on that overtime drive, including obviously we're talking about the third down there. And then also, why not run to the middle of the field before the field goal? Is that yeah. the, the kicker that's saying I want the right hash or is that Nagy not knowing what's going on? That's a good question because they really didn't they they ran it more towards the right hash if anything and if in fact they were running just to get on a hash mark then you know let let's change that next time yeah get to the middle of the field so Cody Parkey's got the whole thing to kick for um I, I I thought right before the kick I looked at our producer Felix Reyes I said Felix it's a bad idea they should have gone for the first down the, you're setting up for a 53 yard kick the record that Parkey has is 54 for his long. I mean, right. I, don't, I don't know why they thought 53 was a sure thing, and that, that's kind of why I'm not blaming him too much. Exactly. Yeah, I thought the play calling was brutal. I agree with you a little bit, Chad, about taking it out of Mitchell Trubisky's hands. I'm looking here. Trubisky threw a short pass to Burton, then it was a handoff to Howard for 19, a handoff to Howard for 15, Cohen up the middle for two, Cunningham to the right side for four, and then it was basically just give it to Jordan Howard, and he just ran into the line for no gain. You got to try. It's third and four. Try and get the first down. You're at the Miami 35. There's no reason not to try and get a first down at that point. And uh, that was brutal as far as I'm concerned. 312-332-3776. I mentioned there were some bad things that happened in the contest. Um, the one was the Jordan Howard uh, fumble as he went down. That was not good. One of the other things that was really tough for the Bears, it looked like they had another touchdown. And it got reversed on what they called as a pick play. A pass interference call on Trey Burton. Here was the play. Trubisky throws, throws. Touchdown. 
Tariq Cohen, and we've got another flag. Don't see what this is, but that's too easy. Pass interference, number 80, offense. 10-yard penalty, still first and goal. That's on Trey Burton, who scored the first touchdown for the Bears. Offensive pass interference on him. Yeah, and that was an awful call. The highlights courtesy of Fox. That that play, Greg Jennings, who did the color commentary for the game today on Fox. And again, I liked what Greg Jennings did. Brian Custer, I could do without. Uh, didn't really like or you know enjoy any of his play by play. But I, I like what Brian Jennings or, or uh, Greg Jennings said. And what Jennings said is he said. That play happens almost all the time. And this is a guy that was a Green Bay Packers wide receiver in Greg Jennings, okay? So he knows what it's like. Uh, pick plays. You, you think that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers run a few of those? I mean, they won tons of games running pick plays. Happens all the time in the NFL. And if you looked at it, uh, he barely, he barely did it. It's not like he grabbed the guy or anything, Trey Burton. And uh, Matt Nagy said after the game, Trey Burton did exactly what we coach him to do. And uh, that, that was tough. Um, that one hurt because right after that, it was the throw into the end zone that was intercepted. Intercepted. Um, so Trubisky throws the interception in the end zone. Here it was. Now first to go from the 13. Trubisky over the middle. Yeah, the uh, stop with for the Dolphins. It, Trubisky was trying to squeeze it in. There was no reason. You're you're in good position. There's no reason to tr- throw it into double coverage in the back of the end zone. Um, that was a tough one. That was a call that I'm sure that he would like to have back. He did not. Uh, as it turns out, it was, that was a big play. One of the turnovers for the Bears as they go down 31 to 28 to the Miami Dolphins. Quick look, really quick at some of the stats. For the game today, I mentioned that the Bears had no sacks. Uh, Roquan Smith, uh, talk about getting better and getting better quick. He was all over the place. He had six tackles, seven assists, 13 combined tackles. Uh, Adrian Amos with nine, Danny Trevathan eight. Uh, Callahan had seven, Fuller and Hicks with seven apiece. Um, Eddie Jackson had five, make that six. Uh, but again, no sacks for the Bears in the game today. And, um, you know, after what we've seen, you would expect a little bit more. Uh, let's see, quarterback hits. They've got it listed as four. Um, yeah, Kwiatkowski, Trevathan, Callahan. Callahan came in late and got a hit and also Hicks. But uh, they got to get to the quarterback. And when it's Brock Osweiler, you'd expect just a little bit more. Let's g- grab really quickly some of the offensive stats for the Chicago Bears. Jordan Howard, 14 carries, 69 yards. Now, most of that came on that final drive in overtime when he had 19 yards and then, what would I say, 25 yards. So he had two carries that got him a majority of his yards in the game today. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, eight carries, 47 yards. He ran the ball a couple times on those run pass options. Instead of giving the ball to Howard, he took off with the ball. That was nice to see. Cohen, five for 31. Pass receiving, Cohen, nine Targets, seven catches for 90 yards. Gabriel, five for 110. Um, Robinson, five catches for 64 yards. Trey Burton, four for 23. And Anthony Miller, the one touchdown catch of 29 yards for the game. Passing, it was Mitchell Trubisky, 22 of 31 for 316 yards. He was sacked twice, three touchdowns, one interception, a quarterback passer rating of 122.5. So you can't put much of it on Trubisky. He actually did pretty well. He had an overthrow early in the game to Anthony Miller. I mean, really early in the game. He also had the interception he thrown in, threw in the end zone. Hey, it's quarterbacks throwing the ball. Things are going to happen. But the Chicago Bears had their opportunity, did not get the win today, and now they get ready for um, scouting the Patriots tonight, Patriots and Chiefs later on this evening in Sunday night football. Let's go to Ontario, California, and uh, Steve, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Steve. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'll just uh, call him about Khalil Mack. I, I know he had a little nick or something. They said it was ankle. But if this guy wants to hold out and, you know, and get traded from a team, and I'm not putting it all on him, but he's got to step up. If you want to be the highest paid player in the NFL, you have to make an impact every game. There's not a there's not a lot of these, so if he can't take a game off with these, you know, a little injury or nick or whatever. 
he's got to come through more because if you're the highest paid player in the NFL, you got to come through and you know get a sack, whatever it takes. The only thing, Steve, is control. Steve. I think the ankle was bad enough that he had a, he had a hard time pushing off and trying to get in to the backfield because there were numerous times I saw him dropping back into coverage, covering guys out of the backfield, and I don't know that they would have done that if in fact he was able to rush the quarterback. Um, but you, you don't, you know, if you can have him out there, it changes the game plan calling also for the offense. So you know, maybe. My Miami figured it out, and then we're take it, able to take advantage of uh, Mac not being a hundred percent. And Fred, what about this kicker? I mean, are you have confidence in this guy? No. You know, in a big kick. No. I mean, what is what is this par- Packy Parky? Parky, He's yeah. Miami. So he comes in. One kicker wins the game. It's kind of like the Green Bay game. We have Kyle Fuller with all the things that went wrong: the fumble by Howard in the goal at the end you know, at the touchdown, the fumble by Tariq Cohen. That with all the bad things that happened. It was kind of like the Green Bay Packers. If he just makes that field goal, we forget it and clean it up. Yeah. So then one guy makes the kick, and then the other guy. This is just a journeyman. I don't. We need to pump the brakes on this Bears team. This is not a great defense. You can't let a guy Brock Osweiler come and play. This is how John. I always thought Brock Osweiler would play. He actually shows how good he is against the Bears. This is not a top defense. This is a week-to-week team. Everybody needs to pump the brake on, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl or even the playoffs. People forget Mark Tressman was 3-0 and when he started. So this yeah, could see, be the downfall right now. Steve, I think, and I appreciate the call, I think everything is a week-to-week. Uh, this is a week-to-week league. There are very, very few really great teams in this league, and I think that you're going to see uh, one of them tonight in the Chiefs. You also have the Rams who are winning, but Cooper Cup went down with an injury today. It looked like it was a knee injury, so we'll see how that is. Injuries hit good teams, and all of a sudden, bad things happen. Uh, hopefully, Khalil Mack will be 100% when he gets in uh, next week when they are, are chasing Tom Brady and the Patriots around. Let's go. Uh, but, you know, there was a, a guy, Austin, got to me on my uh, Twitter. You can get to me at Fred underscore Hubner. He said, it could have been the worst time for a bye week. I truly believe it was a momentum killer. Helped the offense, but the defense lost some tenacity. I don't have any doubt of that. Last week, when Trey Burton joined Cap and Company, they asked him about the bye week, and before it even got out of their mouth, he said, awful timing, terrible timing. We're playing as well as we could possibly be playing. The last thing we need is a bye week. And uh, they got it, and now their byes are done. Okay, so hopefully they don't get any injuries they need time to recover from because they're not going to have it anymore. No more bye weeks. You get, uh, what, 12 straight weeks of football for the Chicago Bears. Let's go to Rolling Meadows. And, John, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, John. Hey, guys. What's up? You know, like I told you, producer, and this is why he wanted me up next. Um, You look at the other teams in our division. Minnesota had Arizona at home. They took care of business, okay? Yeah. Green Bay has the 49ers up at Lambeau tomorrow night. All right? Another preferably easy team, but you never know. Very, very easy team. Yeah, very easy team with all the injuries they have. Yeah, I mean, so what what I told him was, whichever defense makes the fewest mistakes the rest of the way, because Minnesota's defense, you know they're going to get better. They got better today. You know Green Bay is going to get healthy. You don't know what's going to go on with Detroit. So whatever defense can really stem the tide from this point forward will probably win the division. That's how I look at it. Well, there's a good chance of that. I mean, you got to be enthused and encouraged by what you see with the offense. And that's the one thing where we were – promise basically when Matt Nagy came here is we'd have an offense that would be able to throw the ball around have a lot of weapons we see touchdowns today to Allen Robinson we see touchdowns today to Trey Burton we also see a touchdown to Anthony Miller the way that they're using Tariq Cohen is great I love the way they're using Tariq Cohen on passes and on runs uh Tariq Cohen is a guy you want to use him as much as you can he is so much fun and brings so much excitement to this team, and he's a hard cover for anybody out there. You know he's beating himself up about the fumble that he had. We'll hear from Tariq Cohen. We come back after a quick break. But uh, the Bears need to pull it together. Again, 541 yards given up to a Brock Osweiler-led Miami Dolphins team. That's ridiculous. And also, it's the first time this year they've given up 100 yards to a running back. And who was it? 
it was none other than Frank Gore. 15 carries, 101 yards. He had a long of 32, and that was late in the contest as the Miami Dolphins get the win. So the Chicago Bears fall to Miami 31-28. We'll wrap things up, talk a little bit more about the game, and then look ahead to next week when the Patriots are calling. Fred Huebner with you. 312-332-3776. That's the number right here on ESPN 1000. Chicago's Game Day with Fred Huebner on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Welcome back in. The Bears are losers today. A final of 31-28 in overtime down in Miami to the uh, Miami Dolphins. Tariq Cohen, seven catches, 90 yards. Cohen also with five rushes for 31 yards. So he combined for 121 yards today in the loss. Cohen talking to the media down in Miami after the game. Uh, to let that slip away and uh, come away with a loss here, you know, it's just like uh, we have to do better and we know we got to get back to the drawing board. It wasn't just you who made made the critical error. There, there were various critical errors for the whole team. You feel like the, the whole team just didn't make plays when it needed to? Uh, yeah, definitely, you know, it's a, it's a team effort. Uh, but, you know, I'm uh, very self-critical on myself, so I feel like I had the opportunity, you know, to get ourselves down there in scoring position and uh, uh, let Fatigue get the best of me. Uh, I forgot about the fundamentals. What did Matt Nagy say to you guys after the game? Uh, that he believed in us and uh, that we were warriors and he would fight with us any day. Tariq, you said you let the team get the best of you. How so on that play? What what happened? Uh, pretty much just drain and, uh, you know, just uh, let ball security slip out of my mind. Uh, on a way to make, trying to make a play for my team, I let that slip my, slip my mind and uh, you see the outcome of that when you forget about that. What were the conditions like for you guys? The, 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 you know, the heat? Oh, it was hot. Yeah. The heat was hot. You think, you think it was affected more than you, more guys than you? Uh, maybe. I, I mean, I can't, can't speak for everyone else. I can just speak for myself. Ah, uh, that's Tariq Cohen in the locker room. What a great question. What a really nice guy. The guy says, hey, it wasn't it wasn't just you who made the critical error. Boy, geez, thanks. I appreciate that. I appreciate that you're spreading the critical errors around to everybody. Uh, let's go out to Antioch and BJ. You're on ESPN 1000. Hey, BJ. Hey, what's going on, guys? So, I know there's a lot of blame to go around here, but I'm thinking about that fourth-quarter possession when Mitch with a pick and a double coverage in the end zone. Is that more on Mitch, or why is Nagy not calling two run plays and playing for the field goal to get to a two-possession game in the fourth quarter? Well, they didn't need the field goal. I mean, it, it was actually it wasn't a bad play. He just he could have not thrown it. He could have thrown it in another place because they were they had. Um, they had a, you know, they had time. They were, it was only first down, or it was first down. They just got the penalty and then pushed him back a little bit. So they were in no hurry. He could have thrown the ball away. So I don't think, you know, you want to score a touchdown, you get that close. You're not going to try and set up for the field goal and get the extra point, you know, the extra points. I think that they just, it was just a bad throw on his part. He can't, because here's what happened on, in that situation. It was early in the first, fourth quarter. They get the long pass to, Allen Robinson for 21 yards, it gets reviewed, and they're at the three-yard line. They throw the pass to Tariq Cohen for the touchdown. They get the pass interference call. So now they bring the ball back. It's still first down. So, you know, it was just a mistake. It was a bad throw by Trubisky. He owned it. He will own it, okay? It was his only interception of the day. He went 22 for 31 for 316 and three touchdowns. I don't know how much of the blame can go on him. I think a lot of it's got to go on the defense. 541 yards. I can't mention the number enough. When you give Brock Osweiler 380 yards, you give up six catches, 155 yards to Albert Wilson. Danny Amendola, eight catches for 59, and you allow your first 100-yard rusher of the year, Frank Gore, 15 for 101. Can't do it. You heard Tariq Cohen talk about the heat. And uh, they were drained. Unfortunately, they're drained and they lose. Three and two. The Patriots come to town next week. Tom Brady and company should be interesting. Thanks to Felix Reyes. Baseball next on ESPN 1000.